shutters, we specialize in beautifying the interior of your home with Acadian Custom Shutters window coverings. Our products are American-made and locally sourced, offering affordable options to fit your budget when it comes to window coverings. Interior plantation shutters, Roman shades, draperies, and more. Locally owned and operated, Acadian Custom Shutters offers design services, free in-home estimates. Bring your plans and window schedule, and our experts will help you build your dream that fits your budget. Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119 or at AcadianCustomShutters.com. For the man who tells it like it is. You want a bitch? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher. And Inside New Orleans. <laughs> of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, on this Championship Monday. That's right, LSU going for their national championship. Having to take on Florida. And, of course, when you talk about today, huge game for, for LSU, huge game for Florida. And it all comes down tonight on ESPN. Six o'clock. First pitch, 
Thatcher Hurd will be on the uh, mound for LSU. So, again, a uh, lot going on. And we'll, we'll break it down for you today as um, we got you covered with, again, some of the best that we have uh, to offer right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Don't forget iHeartRadio app, tune in radio app, our digital platforms. Also on the World Wide Web uh, at ericasher.com uh, and also uh, our Nash website, nashfm1061.com. Don't forget about our podcast, which is everywhere. Anchor's our, our home base, Anchor Spotify, also Apple, all the major pod, podcasting platforms. And then, of course, folks, don't forget also, again, um, uh, about uh, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Ash on Twitter, Eric Ash on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. All right, we got a great show for you today. I'm looking forward to having our guest. We've got um, Brian Lazar of Tiger Details joining us at uh, 4.35 this afternoon. Uh, Ron Higgins of um, Tiger of um, – I'm sorry, Brian Lazar of TigerBait.com is going to join us uh, at uh, at 4.35. Ron Higgins of Tiger Details will join us at 5.15. That'll be followed by Lenny Van Gilder at 5.40 of CrestedDeSports.com. All LSU today as we uh, discuss tonight's national championship game. Look forward to, again, uh, the game at 6 tonight. And uh, all three of these guys have been, again, uh, dialed in. On, uh, on LSU. So we'll get into that, what their thoughts are uh, after, again, uh, there's been a split between LSU and Florida in the first two games of the championship series up in uh, Omaha. Hey, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. We'll have a guest for list for you tomorrow, uh, but it is every Thursday at 1 o'clock on WLAE-TV. Also live streaming on the WLAE-TV YouTube page, and then there's a, so many rebroadcasts for you to be able to enjoy. Again, our first one is at 6 o'clock on WLAE-TV, 10 o'clock on The Deuce. On Friday night, it's 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on LAE. Saturday morning on The Deuce uh, at, um, at 2 a.m., and then Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. So, again, a lot, uh, a lot of ways to catch the program. Hope you guys uh, uh, set your DVR and never miss an episode of Inside New Orleans Sports. Hey, congratulations to Dylan Cruz, who is the uh, 2023 Golden Spikes Award winner. Uh, again, uh, well-deserved. Uh, it was not really a shock. He was expected to be the, uh, uh, the winner of the award. Uh, and, uh, of course, will uh, we'll finish his career as one of the all-time greats up at LSU. Uh, LSU versus Florida, as mentioned, Game 3, Series tied 1-1, championship game tonight, winner take all. Um, LSU won the first game uh, in 11, in- 11 innings, 4-3, uh, uh, to three, uh, with uh, Beloso with the game-winning home run in the 11th. Hurd had 17 strikeouts. Coop came in and played and pitched real well in, re- in-, in relief. Uh, then came yesterday, where... Uh, the changing of the wind really changed the way the game was played yesterday. Um, it really, again, the wind blowing in at, 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 uh, at uh, Chuck Swab Stadium, I thought really exposed the Tiger pitching in game two. Um, and because of that, Florida put up a football score, 24-4. to Now, again, there was still a chance early in the game. Uh, Thompson had an had a easy double play uh, that, that, uh, that would have gotten the Tigers out of the inning. Um, it didn't happen. He committed two errors. Uh, LSU committed five errors in yesterday's, uh, again, football-type score. Um, and, of course, uh, and in typical fashion, uh, and I don't want to call them uh, LSU fans. Let's call them so-called LSU fans. Just totally tortured um, uh, Thompson on his social media platforms yesterday. Jay Johnson says today he's sticking with Jordan Thompson at uh, uh, in, in the infield. 
and uh, LSU would not be in in uh, in Omaha at the College World Series without him. So Thompson expected to start tonight at shortstop. Of course, you know there's a, there's a switch between uh, um, uh, with, with him going to second base at times. Um, so uh, we'll, we'll kind of keep an eye on that. But look, he's had a history of uh, of, of booting the uh, the baseball. It's gotten so much better this year. Uh, but unfortunately, again, um, it happened at an inopportune time yesterday. But look, the way the wind was blowing yesterday, and and the lack of of Tiger arms, you know, even Ack had a, had a, had a tough time. You know, where he said uh, the the the, the um, uh, announcers were announcing were, were were mentioning that how he felt in game in in the first game that he pitched with again the 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 wind, the wind really being in favor of of again uh, of of him and. Than how different it was yesterday, and, and the hope is that look, you can look at it both ways. Wind blowing out, Tiger bats are going to um, uh, are going to be in a situation where um, they uh, uh, well, the Tiger bats are going to be in a situation where maybe they, they they can explode. But again, what they've lost, uh, I mean, they've left so many men on base. I mean, uh, throughout this throughout the other time in Omaha, especially during the championship series. Uh, you know, you're hoping maybe again that maybe the, the wind is not blowing, um, uh, blowing out, and and the Tiger pitching can take over here. Now, um, today is about forgetting game two. I mean, you just have to. You just you you, you got to put that in your rearview mirror at this point, right? Clean the slate. Don't worry about it. You got destroyed, uh, and, and you got a game three, and this is where for, for the winner take all all the marbles. So, Hurd is expected to start today. But Skeens and, and Cooper, if he's over his illness, okay, he was ill yesterday, he wasn't even at the ballpark, are expected to be available. Then there's a cumulative effect on Skeens in terms of pitching. He'll be pitching on three days rest. Uh, some thought he might start, try to go again for 30 to 50 pitches. Some people believe he can go 100 pitches if he needs to. Look, that's on the trainers, that's on Skeens, that's on the coaching staff at this point to try to figure out with Wes Johnson and also uh, Jay Johnson. If he can do this without, again, harming his arm, uh, he's got a great professional career ahead of him. Yes, you want to win a championship, but you don't want to have the reputation of, again, abusing your, your, your players to try to get to, again, a championship or win a championship. Uh, that, you know, again, this is, a, this is a really tough balancing act right now for LSU on, on what they're going to do tonight with Skeens. Look, there's a cumulative effect. Look, um, um, what he, had, he had four days rest, and he threw 120 pitches against Wake Forest in eight innings. Uh, let's go all the way back to, to again, the, the, the regional, the Baton Rouge regional. 124 pitches against Tulane. Uh, 101 pitches against Kentucky. Uh, uh, another, uh, in, in, uh, and then 123 pitches against Tennessee in, in the um, first game of the, um, of the College World Series. Uh, then he goes, uh, again, um, uh, what was it? It was 123 pitches against Tennessee going into the eighth inning and the win against the Vols. Then you're looking at, again, what he did. Uh, I mentioned against Wake Forest. So there's a cumulative, a cumulative effect on what he's been able to do and how many pitches he's thrown. Um, and how is that going to affect him when normally he's a guy that has five days rest, he goes to four days rest, and now you're talking about maybe pitching him on three days rest. So maybe two to three innings to maybe close it out. Uh, maybe again you're taking him as middle relief and having Coop close it out if he's if he's available. Uh, it'll be interesting to see again how they use him tonight. If they use him tonight, I do believe they're going to use him tonight. Uh, it's just a question of when. Uh, Hurd comes off that again incredible 17 uh, strikeout game. 
uh, in which, uh, again, uh, the Tigers won and beat Wake Forest in uh, – I'm sorry, beat um, uh, Florida in uh, in, in 11 innings uh, with a game-winning hit by Beloso. Um, uh, Again, you know, he'll come back. I've mentioned this since day one. Whenever you're you're pitching against or or playing against SEC teams, there's a book, okay? They know you. They know your pitchers. They know your hitters. They know your tendencies. They know what Jay Johnson likes to do. When you look at analytics today, they got it broken down, right? There's no doubt about it. So, look, both teams know secrets tonight, okay? Just like it's been throughout this entire series. It's going to come down to, again, who who, who plays the best. You know, can LSU stay away from the errors? Uh, that, that plagued them in the last game. Can they hit the baseball? Can they continue? Are they going to continue to leave players uh, on, on, on base, runners in scoring position, where, again, they've been crushed? Uh, are they going to get a solid pitching performance from whoever they put on the mound tonight? Uh, you know, can Florida stay hot? I mean, you know, you, you put up 24 runs on a team. Can you, can, can you look at the cumulative effect of that? Can, can you bring that type of intensity? And can you hit the ball again like that, uh, you know, today? We'll see. Can the Tiger Bats come alive, okay? Uh, and, and especially, again, in critical spots where they've got men on base and, and delivering. So, again, there's a lot of question marks going in tonight's game. Um, some believe if Skeens takes the mound at some point, Ellis is going to win this game. Uh, I think that is a reasonable uh, assumption at this point. But, look, Florida is damn good. We knew they were damn good coming into this, um, uh, in, into this series. And they came in well-rested. Uh, LSU now, after yesterday, pretty much used all the arms they had that they, that, that they could discard and maybe just holding on to a few for today. So we'll see how that all kind of plays out. LSU Florida Championship Series tonight, 6 o'clock on ESPN. And, again, we got great guys to break it down for you. Brian Lazar, TigerBait.com, coming at 435. Followed by, again, from TigerDetails.com would be um, um, uh, TigerDetails.com is um, – Ron Higgins, and then that's going to be followed by uh, Lenny Van Gilder of CrestedSports.com. Blakers got blown out yesterday by Birmingham. It's the second year in a row. Again, they lose to Birmingham uh, in the South uh, uh, playoff game to get to the championship. Uh, They they lose 47-22. Pittsburgh is is already there along along now with uh, with Birmingham. We'll see again how this plays out for, for the breakers going forward. I keep hearing breakers are coming back home next year. Well, let me remind everybody, the breakers started in Boston, okay? Then again, when Boston wasn't supporting them, they again, Joe Canazero bought the breakers and brought them to New Orleans. They lasted, uh, what, a season or so? And then, of course, they ended up going to Portland. They ended the USFL reign uh, the first time around as a Portland breaker team. Okay, so we can talk about the ties to New Orleans and everything else. The ties to New Orleans are secondary at best. Uh, this is a team that was born in, Bo- in Boston, uh, again, uh, moved to New Orleans and ended up in Portland. They are not going to come back to this city unless there's an availability of Yeoman Stadium. And that's just period the end. Okay, they're not playing Hoss Memphis. They're not going to play at, at Jesuit's practice field. Uh, they're not going to play at, at, at Tad Gormley, okay? Uh, maybe, if they, you know, they're not going to play at the new Ninth Ward Stadium that only field goals getting built. They, they have to play in a, in a stadium where, again, you could set up TV, you have locker rooms, you're ready to go for a professional league, okay? Even though it's not the NFL, it's still considered a professional league. 
So unless the neighborhood and the neighbors give the okay on Tulane being utilized as a home stadium for the Breakers, I do not see them coming to New Orleans. I see them going elsewhere. And that's just being honest. Okay, great to have the New Orleans moniker again, but they've they've never played a game in New Orleans since the USFL before the USFL folded. Uh, again, that last year they were in Portland, so we'll see. Okay, we'll see. I'm not putting my money on again them being at Yeoman, just like I'm not putting my money on that. What is that USL soccer st- deal that was supposed to come to New Orleans, build a stadium on the la- on the riverfront, and then of course we were going to have going to have professional soccer here. Okay, again, that hasn't happened. Why? First of all, there's no stadium built. Where are they going to play? You have to have a professional stadium for them to play. There's no professional stadium in New Orleans. I don't see, again, the legislature or anybody, again, putting up money to build a stadium, especially when you got the Pelicans now, again, squawking about the possibility of needing a new arena. You read Christian Clark's article. Channel 4 did something on it the other day as well. Again, that even the, the commissioner saying that, again, the arena is not fit today for today's NBA, that it needs to be upgraded. So, again, there's that. Uh, we're in the middle of, again, an, 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 an a, a upgrade of the Superdome to try to get it ready for the 2025 Super Bowl. And money's going into that. The hotel motel tax is not what it used to be because now it's been split off, as it should have been, with some money going to the city so they could take care of, again, infrastructure here in the city, something I've talked about in this program for 15 years. And, of course, Cantrell, in a typical Cantrell fashion, steals the idea and utilizes it, which is fine, which is fine. We needed it. It needed to happen. But, again, that hotel-motel tax now has been eroded. It's not what it once was. So you tell me how a stadium is going to be built here in New Orleans. Unless Mrs. Benson is willing to put up some money, okay, out of her fortune to build a new stadium, whether it's in the same um, uh, footprint and they play in the dome for a couple years, or, again, building a new stadium on the riverfront, which has been talked about, but then how do you get it to back and forth from that stadium logistically? That's been the problem since day one. Well, I, I do not anticipate a stadium for the Breakers, nor, again, for soccer in New Orleans. I just do not. Okay? I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. So all those people thinking breakers are coming in next year, breakers better have a place to play. And the only way they're going to have a place to play is, again, if the neighborhood who, again, according to city ordinance, has the ability to be able to, again, do a thumbs down on on, uh, on uh, events at Yeoman Stadium. There's only so many events they can have a year, only so many games they can have a year, only so many high school games that can be played there a year. So, again, that would have to be going back to the drawing board, working with the, the Neighborhood Association to allow the Breakers to play their home games at Yeoman. That's it. If they don't get it, then they're going to end up elsewhere. If, and I, I, I believe the USL is going to survive. Okay, there could be a one day, there could be a merger of, again, the spring leagues, which I think would be smart on the spring leagues um, uh, part. But again, this is a this is made for TV football. So both spring leagues have a place right now. And it is a feeder system for the for the NFL, which is all the NFL wants. NFL can get a college feeder system, they'll take it. If they can get guys to get a second chance, like a G League uh, in the NBA, but again, they don't have to finance it through the USFL or again, the XFL, they're going to take it all day and every day. So it is what it is. But the bottom line in New Orleans is you've got to have a place to play. They're not playing in the Dome. They're going to have to play at Yeoman. So if Yeoman's not going to be available, the Breakers will not be in New Orleans. Former Tiger Nas Reed is signed with Minnesota for three more years. Uh, he was one of the players that I liked coming to, uh, coming to the, uh, the Pelicans at free agency. A guy that 
and step out and shoot the three. He's not a bad shot blocker. He defends. He runs the court. He's that big center that the Pels are looking for to replace Valanchunas. Uh, that didn't happen. But again, according to multiple reports, only Dallas and San Antonio were interested, not the Pelicans. So again, a lot of us that maybe were thinking Nas Reed was going to be on the um, on the uh, uh, on the on the Pelicans' radar, uh, honestly. Um, uh, he is not and was not, and he's going he's back at Minnesota for three more years. So, again, there's that. Um, as, far, as far as, again, um, everything else goes, as far as, you know, the sports world, you know, again, all eyes are on, on Omaha tonight. Uh, this will be huge for LSU coming back again after being beat down last night. Uh, the one thing is, again, they do have Thatcher Hurd on the mound. Hopefully he can he can duplicate what we saw the other night. But a lot of it's going to come down to, again, the weather. Where's the wind blowing? Uh, is that going to be helping the pitchers? And if it does, again, that helps the LSU pitching staff, which is not as deep as the Florida pitching staff. Of course, if you get Skeens and Cooper and you go on Hurd, Skeens, and Cooper, you're feeling pretty good about it. With maybe a Gavin Gidry maybe sprinkled in there. Maybe you got, again, your four best pitchers going tonight and you have an opportunity. We'll see how it plays out. Hopefully, again, that's going to be a situation where, again, the LSU Tigers can come out on top. All right, don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, I don't care where you live. If you're looking for a generator for your home or business, think Burkhardt. They get you covered, man. First of all, experts. Uh, Jason Burkhart, Josh Burkhart, Jason runs the division, his brother Josh. They have been to all of these conventions for Generac. Uh, again, they take these continuing education class, class for Generac. So, again, they stay up to date on everything that, again, is available for you as a customer from Generac. Look, there's a lot of companies now that, again, that claim that they, 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 they can install generators for you. But can they install them safely? Burkhart was installing generators in a safe place on your property long before the law changed and made it mandatory to do so because they're experts, because they've gone to these seminars, because they know, how, again, what, again, the Generac has, has said on what the, how these things need to be uh, installed. Not just that. At Burkhart, they give you an opportunity for financing the generator over time. They'll do a new install quality check after one month. they got a single-day install available for you once you sign up with a, uh, for a Generac generator from Burkhart. And then they have 24-7 and 365 emergency service. They can maintain your generator uh, throughout the year with their maintenance service. And at Burkhart, their they, crack team of generator uh, uh, servicemen are, again, uh, experts. Planning, permit, inspections. Their generator generator team does everything for you. They take care of the whole process. You don't have to do anything, but again, decide whether you want to finance it over time or pay the, or, or pay the uh, the bill up front. And then there's Burkhardt standing behind again the generator that they install in your home or business. Looking for a company you can trust uh, when it comes to your generator sales? It's Burkhardt. Looking for a company you can trust with maintaining that generator? It's Burkhardt. Burkhardt Air Conditioning, Heating, Generator, Sales, and Service. ACPromise.com. That's A C promise.com. We'll be right back. I'm Ken Trahan. And I'm Jude Young. We'll have comprehensive coverage of high school, college, and the pros, plus we give you a voice to speak your mind. It's entertainment, it's information, it's all that you could want, and it's right here on 1061 Nash Icon. Monday through Friday from 6 to 7 p.m. Following Inside New Orleans on 1061 Nash Icon. Country for life. This report is sponsored by Dell Technologies. The Dell Technologies Summer Sale event starts now with savings on select PCs powered by the latest Intel Core processors. Plus, get deals on select accessories and free shipping on everything. Save now by calling 877-ASK-DELL. 
Looking at an accident, I-10 westbound at Metairie Road, I-10 West at City Park, uh, working an accident. Crescent City Connection eastbound, uh, right around the bridge, seeing some slow traffic in I-10 westbound between Clearview Parkway and Loyola Drive, running slow in the Metairie area. I-610 eastbound and I-610 westbound showing slowing eastbound between Elysian Fields and the I-10 merge and westbound between West End and I-10 at this time. Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication and the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? Friend? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry right, mouth, ringing finished? in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe. Causeway I 10 in Metairie. This is Pretection. Yep, Pretection. The everyday skin protection ritual that protects your skin from mosquitoes. Prevention is the best protection. Off the number one dermatologist recommended repellent brand, SC Johnson. Don't forget about my friends over at Acadian Custom Shutters looking for hurricane shutters for your home or your business. Man, they are the go-to company. Acadian Custom Shutters, 985-893-3119, locally owned and operated, and, of course, um, fully licensed and insured. Uh, and, of course, their expert crews only install quality materials. And, I, and I'm talking about American-made, locally-sourced hurricane shutters with the styles and colors that you want. Why the selection of powder coat aluminum products available? And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, I, I've talked about it over and over again, how delighted my wife and I are about, again, our Bahama uh, hurricane shutters with the operable louvers. 
And, and the fact that, again, that, that working with uh, Acadian Custom Shutters was so easy. It really was. Uh, never over-promised, always over-delivered for me. Uh, and they'll do the same for you. Uh, whether it's Colonial, whether it's, uh, again, the Hurricane Rolldowns, again, which can also be used as, as security for your home. Press a button, Hurricane Rolldowns come down, your house is protected. Accordion, Lexan Panels, Bahama, Bahama with operable louvers, even Spanish cedar wood. You're talking about the largest selection of, 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 um, of Hurricane Shutters in the area. Since 1995, again, Acadian Custom Shutters has been doing it. Also, again, you can check out their website, Acadian Custom Shutters, to get a visual of everything I've been talking about. And then allow Monroe or one of his salespeople to come out with, again, that showroom on wheels and bring out, again, samples so that you can put those up against your home and see, again, how that kind of uh, blends with, again, the color of your home, the look, etc. Uh, remember, uh, they've been doing it since 1995. Also, again, uh, there's... Um, Always a great sale at their website, AcadianCustomShutters.com. Right now, 15% off interior poly plantation shutters, up to 10% off of aluminum patio covers. Uh, they got you covered. Uh, again, Acadian Custom Shutters. Looking for a hurricane shutters uh, for, for uh, to protect your home? Uh, think of my friends at Acadian Custom Shutters for that free in-home estimate. Uh, 985-893-3119 or AcadianCustomShutters.com. Serving the South Shore, North Shore, South Louisiana, Mississippi Gulf Coast. It's Acadian uh, Custom Shutters. Uh, looking for hurricane shutters? Think Acadian. That's, again, 985-893-3119. All right. Um, LSU preparing, again, to take on Florida in the championship game up in Omaha to break it down for us. Uh, from TigerBait.com, one of the best we have in the city and in the state. Brian Lazar joins us on the program. Brian, how you doing? Okay, it's still ringing? Okay. Um, I'll tell you what, give me a chance to um, to let everybody know that, uh, again, my friends over at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline and Metairie are open for you right now. A lot of folks taking the um, uh, next week or, or, the, or the end of this week to get back on the road for July 4th. Man, don't, don't look. Don't take that vehicle on the road unless you know again you've uh, you know you've done the service on it that you've you've you've, you've your belts are, are, are good you know that you know your tires are in good shape. How do you do that? You bring it on over to Southern Tire. They've been doing it since 1972. Uh, my friends over at Southern Tire again the Piazza family again uh, uh, they, they know your vehicle inside and out. Uh, a member of the Piazza family on site every single day. Um, that's, mon that's Monday through Saturday. Uh, and, of course, again, that's Tony Sr., Tony Jr., Tony's daughter Jen, and his wife all on, on, on site, ASC certified technicians, only doing the work that's necessary. And let me tell you something, folks. Again, uh, uh, you'll, if you've been a customer like I have, uh, you'll know those ASC certified technicians by name. And they, they know your vehicle as well because they work on it. Uh, they have the largest selection of tires in the metropolitan area, bar none. Wheels and tires up to 30 inches. You can finance it over time. Also, don't forget diagnostic equipment that rivals the dealership. That's right, without those dealership prices. Looking for a company you can trust with your vehicle, especially before you get on the road during this July 4th holiday? Bring it on over to Southern Tire. Open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558 is the phone number, and southerntire.com is the website. Owned by the Piazza family since 1972, Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. All right. Um, are we ready? Okay. Let's head to the guest line, one of the best we have in all the state covering LSU athletics from TigerBait.com. It's Brian Lazar. Brian, how are you? Good, Eric. How you doing this afternoon? Doing great, Brian. Thanks for your time on a very, very busy day for you again with the championship coming up here uh, uh, tonight. Uh, first of all, uh, yeah. just your thoughts on how LSU has played during this championship series. 
Uh, well, I think they played very well. I mean, up until, you know, yesterday was really the first time that, you know, they played very poorly. But uh, for the most part, I thought they've, they've, they've done a good job, played well. Uh, the pitching has been good. Uh, uh, maybe, you know, I think... Look, yesterday's game, Nate uh, Ackenhausen was not going to be anywhere as near as effective as he was against Tennessee. Uh, but still, if Jordan Thompson catches a ground ball there, he may have escaped three innings with the score tied at 3-3. And, you know, who knows what would have happened after that. But other than that, the pitching's been good. The defense, other than, you know, Thompson's two misplays yesterday, has been good. You had the, uh, you know, the... Outstanding defensive play by Trey Morgan on the bunt for one in one game. You had the uh, jumping catch by Josh Pearson in left field in another game, and both of those, uh, you know, had as much to do as anything with LSU winning those two games. So, uh, uh, offensively, look, it's I'd say that the offense has been adequate. Uh, the wind, you know. First of all, LSU is not built for that park. Uh, it's not a home run hitting park unless the wind is blowing out. Uh, and until yesterday, the wind for the most part was blowing in. So uh, LSU, uh, you know, had to rely on playing, you know, getting singles and hitting line drives in the gap. And, you know, uh, up until the two Florida games, you know, they've, they've done enough, you know, now. The last two games against the Gators, you know, where they've left 30 men on base and left multiple runners in scoring position, you know, you, you've got to come up with the timely hit. And LSU simply has not come up with very many timely hits uh, in these last two games against Florida. In fact, really, when you look at it, uh, the 4-3 to three win, you had three solo home runs, so the only uh, clutch hit was a single by Belosa uh, to get LSU's first run. And then yesterday, you know, early in the game, you had the RBI double by Dugas, and you had an RBI single by Tommy White, and that's it. So they, they have not hit with the in clutch situations, and uh, when you come down to the, to the last game tonight, that's going to have to change. I would agree. Well, let's talk about a couple things. First of all, um, the announcers were talking last night about the, the, the fact that wind blowing out uh, that maybe again that helped Tiger pitching throughout throughout the championship series. Uh, it, it seemed to be plausible, especially with Act not having his stuff uh, again um, uh, that he had obviously against Tennessee, and then even even mentioning again to the to the uh, I guess the media that uh, again that with the way the wind was blowing, he knew that he had an ally in the wind. They didn't have that ally yesterday, and they got crushed with 24 runs. How critical is it tonight? Uh, and there's two ways to look at it. On one hand, you'd like to be able to see the wind blowing out because that helps LSU bats. But on the other hand, uh, how is that going to affect with maybe Hurd, Skeens, and maybe Cooper if he's over his illness, though those guys pitching tonight to try to win a championship? Well, look, you got to throw strikes. And I think that's the biggest thing about Ackenhausen, yes. He, you know, he only he hit a guy, he walked a, a couple, he, but he didn't have command in the strike zone. And that's I think, has been the best thing about LSU's pitching in the uh, in the College World Series, is that pitches have had good location and they've been able to take advantage of the big park. You know, look at Florida's two starting pitchers, both Sprout and Waldrop. They had trouble throwing strikes, you know, for whatever reason. And as a result, one lasted four innings and one didn't even last three innings. 
So you have to throw strikes, and, you know, obviously you, you want to keep the ball down. But, you know, you talk about yesterday's game, 16 of those 24 runs came against guys in the back end of the bullpen yep. who are right. not going to be, would not be in the game if it was still yes. up, up for grabs. So you're talking about Collins, Money, uh, Little, and Dutton. So I'm, you know, once the score got 8-3 to three and you were going into the fifth inning, I think uh, Jay Johnson said, well, I'm not using any of my good relievers unless the right. game gets close. And as, you know, Collins was the first one in, and he, he got him out in the fifth, but then he gave up five runs in the sixth. And as soon as that happened, well, okay, that's it. We're, we're not using anybody else the rest of the game that we would intend to use on uh, Monday. So, you know, and, and again, Florida got eight runs in uh, in the first four innings off of Ackenhausen and Guidry, but again, the two errors by Thompson and the grand slam that Ty Evans hit off uh, Gidry, obviously aided by the wind. You know, you hit a ball at a launch angle of 51 degrees. That's a right. pop-up. <laughs> right. That's a pop-up. So yes. it's that shows that, you know, his exit velocity may have been good, but if it's hit 51 uh, at a 51-degree launch angle, that's going to be a pop-up. Agreed. Um, what do you think Johnson would like today? Would he would he rather have a situation with the wind blowing in or out uh, to help his offense or to help or to help his pitching and defense? I think he'd rather have the wind blowing in. You know, I, I just think that uh, both Florida and LSU have had similar number of home runs, but I just think that Florida uh, they the third inning yesterday was the only time against LSU that they really put together some singles. You know, Ackenhausen hit the first guy in the inning, and then the two, three, and four hitters all came through with, with ground ball singles. Uh, I just think that Florida relies more on the home run than LSU does. So that's why I think that, uh, you know, Johnson probably would have would rather have the wind blowing in. Now it's going to be blowing out tonight, not as stiffly as it right. was yesterday. So, you know, uh, you know, may be a factor, may not be a factor. Let's talk about the pitching. Heard, possibly Skeens. Is Cooper, do we know if Cooper has, has recovered from his illness and he'll be available tonight? I, I know he went with the team to the park. That's the only thing I know. He was on the bus yes, when he the did. team left. Yes. Yeah, right. Yes, they did. So he was, All right. yeah. How do you think they use that combination tonight? Uh, I think that they, you know, they start heard. Uh, I think that whenever Johnson thinks that here is a critical situation for the game, that's when you will see Skeens if you are going to see him. Now, I think you're going to see him. I mean, I don't think Skeens has said, I can't pitch or I'm not going to pitch. Uh, I think he's limited. I think you're talking about maybe three innings, but, uh, uh, now, does that have to be the last three innings? Not necessarily. I think you're going to see schemes when, you know, could be in the fourth inning. Maybe uh, where Johnson may say, oh, what's happening here? This is where I need my best pitcher, so let's get schemes in here. Uh, probably in, you know, an ideal situation, LSU can get by with, with 
Hurd, Cooper, and Skeens. Uh, ideal situation, I'm sure. If they, if you would, if they would know right now that Thatcher Hurd is going to go five innings and give up a couple of runs, I think they would take that right there, and then have Skeens and uh, and Cooper to have to have to navigate through the, the last four innings. I think they would be fine with that. Um, catcher, Malazzo or Travinsky? Where, where do you think they're going with there? Uh, well, I think this is Mal- if Travinsky's healthy, I think he's going to catch. I agree. Uh, you know, Malazzo. I mean, everybody knows Travinsky is a more more of a threat at the plate than Malazzo. And then Malazzo goes. I guess it was the Saturday game, and he had a you know one or two. Uh, pass balls in that game and if Malazzo's not going to be very good defensively behind the plate well then there's no need for him to be out there so I'm going to say that if Travinsky's healthy tonight uh you know I think that he'll be the catcher uh um, it's been pretty much laid out there by by uh by Jay Johnson that he's staying with Thompson no matter again the issue uh, but it was reports that, again, some uh, so-called LSU fans were bombing his uh, social media p- platforms. Uh, again, just disgusting, uh, um, uh, you know, just uh, uh, disgusting act, acts by those individuals. But um, talk a little bit about, about uh, uh, the bottom of the order. Uh, they, they have not really been uh, – they really, really hit well during the Baton Rouge region and, and Super. They haven't done well really in, in Omaha uh, from a hitting standpoint, what this team has to do, obviously, to be able to to beat Florida tonight, uh, it's it's a lot mental, you know. And when you come up with men in scoring position, you have to be a little bit tougher than the pitcher, you know. Uh, okay. I I can't say LSU has swung at a lot of bad pitches, uh, you know. I think that you know opposing pitchers have done well on on the mound against them, and. You know, if you look at it, I don't think anybody has really been worse than what they have been. I mean, yeah, yeah, Thompson's one for 30 in the in the College World Series, but you're not right. banking on, you know, Jordan Thompson to be a big sure. hitter. Uh, you know, I think White has done okay. Morgan's done mm-hmm. okay. Beloso sure. and Dugas has certainly done okay. You know, Cruz maybe... Yeah, yeah. Uh, has probably done less than those other four guys. I mean, he still has been getting on base and getting his hits, but he's come up a couple times with runners in scoring position and hasn't come through. And, uh, you know, certainly Travinsky has not had a good tournament. But, again, I think that's partially because of the injury. And so now you're down to the to the bottom guys in the lineup. And, you know, Thompson, Pearson, you know, you're, you're not necessarily, you know, if you get something out of those guys, that's, that's Langap, as you may want to say. So, sure, uh, it, it's it was a uh, it, it's the lineup. Uh, really, if you look at it, I think the one guy that I would like to see come through tonight, when if he comes up with runners in scoring position, is, is Dylan Cruz. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I, I did want to. I thought I saw something on Twitter earlier today. Uh, where you put, uh, you, you really went through a historic look at again what LSU does in these type of situations. Could could you um, um, relay it to the audience for us? Okay, Brian, you with us? Uh, yeah, I lost you for a second. 
I lost okay. you for a second. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, so, LSU, was, LSU, LSU has been in one game winner take all in the College World Series six times. Mm-hmm. And they've won all six. Uh, you know, going back when, uh, you know, Skip Bertman was the coach, it was just, it was just a one game. And, right. uh, LSU won, went five and oh. And then Paul Maneri in 2009 against Texas, they won the first game and lost the second. So game three, just like tonight, and LSU won that one. So LSU's never lost a game in this situation where it was one game winner take all. Um, who do you like tonight and why? Uh, I'm going to take LSU. Uh, I just okay. think that I, I, I have a little more faith in Thatcher Hurd and the LSU bullpen with schemes than I do with Jack Caglione and the Florida bullpen. So, I'm look, I expect it to be close. Uh, maybe a few runs could be scored. I mean, right. I could see 7-6, something like that, but uh, – I'm going to take LSU. Okay. So wait, and, and, and let me just I'm for the audience, pitchers that may be available: Skeens, Hurd, uh, Riley Cooper, uh, 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 Herring, and Coleman. Right? Oh, those two guys may yeah, be available yeah, as well. Right, so they, right, they have right. they have a pretty good they have a pretty good uh, uh, lineup of pitchers available if necessary. Right? Yeah, Floyd. Floyd is the only pitcher who's really unavailable tonight. You know that you would mm-hmm. say you would use in this situation. Floyd's the only one that's unavailable for LSU. So yeah, they got everybody. Everybody can go. Beautiful, Brian. Thanks for the time today. Again, I know it's a busy day for you. Please let the let the audience know about again TigerBait.com, How folks can subscribe, but also again how they can check out all your great articles and how they can follow you on social media. Okay, TigerBait.com, go to the website and sign up, and then you can follow me on Twitter at BLDore, at B-L-D-O-R-E. Thanks, as always, for all your expertise. We appreciate it on our program, and uh, have a great evening tonight. Okay, thank you, Eric. Talk to you later. There he goes. Brian Lazar, again, TigerBait.com, does a great job covering the LSU Tigers, again, for that publication. And, uh, look, he's one of the best. We have football, basketball, baseball. He breaks it down. Um, I think he's one of the best baseball writers that we have. But again, again, he's he does a fantastic job with with, with a football, football and basketball. And of course, Mike Scarborough is a regular contributor to our program each and every week. And we'll have him on tomorrow uh, for a postmortem, whether LSU wins or loses. We'll have him on tomorrow on the program. Uh, but we appreciate Brian uh, joining us on the show today. Hey, folks, I want to remind everybody again about my friends over at Dave Me at Insurance. Uh, we're, we're, we're in that, that, that time of year where, again, you, you have to make sure that, again, you have enough insurance in case there is a tropical event. Uh, and Dave, Dave Miet Insurance, they're a full-service independent insurance agency. They've been doing this since 1958. Auto, home, life, health, business, commercial policies. And they serve the entire metropolitan area. Look, born in the river parishes, right? But still, East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, uh, South Shore, and river parishes. Uh, they're your one-stop specialist when it comes to insurance. Uh, they, they can search over 50 companies as an independent insurance agent to find you the best price, again, for, for your needs. And for those that are still with citizens and you're looking for a company that, again, that you can get out of the Citizens Program, contact my friend Dave Miet over Dave Miet Insurance because, again, he will work to try to find a, a place for you. So, again, that you're out of Citizens and, of course, that, that high uh, rate that you have to pay there. Uh, and then after the sale, I mean, this is where Dave Miet kind of sets himself apart. 
there for you when you have to make a claim, following up with that claim, making sure that again you again that you put everything down on that claim so that again that, that again your claim is satisfied and you're not, you know, again in a situation where, oh, forgot to do this, forgot to do that. And also working with you. Again, that, that's the other part of this. Uh, if you're it doesn't matter again whether you're a homeowner or a business owner, if you're looking for a company you can trust with your insurance and for that'll go the extra mile, it's Dave Mead Insurance. D-A-V-E-M-I-L-O-E-T-I-N-S-A-C dot com. Or give him a call at 504-556-0809. If you'd like to set up an appointment with him on his office on Veterans Day, the Shogun in Mentory, it's Dave Mead Insurance. Again, if you want to save, call Dave, 504-556-0809. It's Dave Mead Insurance. We'll be right back. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you could put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. At Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhart earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. If you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment. I'll go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our our customers. Response to Diamonds Direct's amazing finance offer has been off the charts, so we're extending it through this Saturday. You can go into the holiday weekend with some new bling and spread your payments over as long as five years with special financing or save up to $5,000 on the spot. It's our best finance offer ever and our most aggressive pricing. Fine jewelry has never been more affordable, but this amazing offer ends this Saturday and will not be extended. Only at Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Unapproved credit. This report is sponsored by CompareninInsurance.com. Hi, we're Comparian Insurance Agency. Never heard of us? We know. But to help it stick that our local agents are insurance experts, we're going to say local agent three times in the next five seconds. Local agent. Local agent. Local agent. 
Find us at CompareAndInsurance.com. I-10 westbound running a little stop and go between Clearview Parkway and Power Boulevard right now in the Gentilly area, 610 East between Broad and the I-10 merge, seeing some slowing. Also, it looks like St. Claude at Franklin Avenue, police investigation going on in the 2500 block of St. Claude, and a lot of flashing lights are on the scene there. I-10 East between 610 and Downman, slow traffic. I'm Michael Higgins from the New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt, air conditioning and heating, acpromise.com, acpromise.com. Have you had your air conditioning tuned up for the hot summer months? Two months are about a peace of mind, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. And one year, your heating and air conditioning system can run us for as many as 2,000 hours. And it's probably much more here in Louisiana when it comes to your air conditioning system. Annual precision tune-ups will extend the life of your system. Uh, it'll identify the problems that are that you have. It'll prevent problems, and it'll, it'll stop those small repairs from turning into major breakdowns. It'll help optimize your efficiency of your system, which can mean savings on your energy bill. And who doesn't want that? Annual tune-ups will help maintain your system warranty, and all warranties now require regular routine maintenance. And again, proof of that as well. Uh, the thorough uh, multi-point inspection that the uh, Nate certified technicians over at Burkhart put your system through uh, will again keep that that system running efficiently. And also, again, uh, effectively, especially saving you money at when it comes to your electric bill. Uh, look, don't don't uh, put off the tune-up of your system, uh, especially in the dog days of summer. Call my friends at Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's cpromise.com. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home of business. And Nate Certified Technicians only doing the work that's necessary. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, a company I've trusted for decades. You can as well. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com promise.com all right a lot to get into again in the second hour with two great guests uh we've got from tiger details uh ron higgins is going to join us giving his take on, on the lsu tigers as tonight they go for a national championship against florida we'll finish up with lenny van gilder of of um of CrestedCitySports.com, uh, and he'll give his take on, again, the Tigers. Uh, again, right now it looks like Thatcher Hurd to, to be able to be the starter for LSU. Uh, uh, Skeens is expected to be available. Cooper made the trip to the uh, stadium today. He was ill yesterday and did not. So, again, that may be good news there. Gavin Gittry could be available as well. So, again, they could have four solid pitchers that they might be able to utilize over maybe a nine-inning game. Hopefully that it goes nine. Uh, the wind is blowing uh, is blowing out, but not as heavy as or as strong as it was yesterday, according to Brian Lazar uh, of, of TigerBait.com. So, again, LSU Florida tonight, 6 o'clock, national championship on the line for both. Uh, LSU coming off, again, a 24-4 to uh, four loss to uh, Florida. And, of course, beating Florida in 11 innings uh, with a Beloso uh, game-winning uh, uh, home run uh, in game one. So it comes down to, again, game uh, now game uh, game three, the rubber match. Uh, Skeens would have to pitch on three days rest. Heard, again, coming off a 17-strikeout uh, uh, game. Uh, and then, of course, again, Cooper just has been outstanding uh, through the uh, – uh, through the uh, uh, College World Series and, and also in, in, into the uh, playoffs as well. So we'll see again how that plays out with both. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Again, uh, uh, again, don't forget also uh, about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. We'll go ahead and announce that, uh, that guest list for you tomorrow. Um, coming up again next at, at, at 5.15 uh, is going to be uh, Ron Higgins at 5.40. 
Uh, we will be joined by Lenny Van Gilder. Don't move. Craving the best breakfast in town. Thank you, Eric. Yeah, but they were close, so I'm back here at the TikTok Cafe instead. You know, that's not nice. Come on, man. You know we aim to please. You got to get a better aim, pal. Stop. You know we never close, huh? Well, neither does the morgue, so what's your point? Ah, you unbelievable. You know, you got to admit, we've got the best prices in town. Gluten-free? I think you're missing the point, bud. The TikTok Cafe in the heart of Metairie at Causeway and I-10 are better known as the intersection of diabetes and high cholesterol. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
Hour number two of Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until six, four to six weekdays right here on 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Hey, don't forget about our digital platforms. It's a way to catch the program anywhere. Take it, uh, take it on your tablet, your phone. It's a free download for you. iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, and so many other things you can do with that great app as well. Also, again, on the World Wide Web at uh, NashFM1061.com and EricAsher.com. Uh, don't forget about our podcast, which is everywhere. Anchor Spotify is our home base for on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. And then, of course, our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. Hey, uh, this week, check us out, the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports, Thursday at 1 o'clock with our live broadcast on WLAE-TV. Also live streaming on WLA-TV YouTube page. And then there are plenty of ways to catch our program with so many rebroadcasts. 6 p.m. on LA every Thursday night. 10 o'clock on WLA-TV 2, The Deuce. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television. 10 o'clock on WLA-E. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Again, that's the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. We'll have our guest list for you tomorrow on the program. I want to thank Brian Lazar for joining us in the hour number one. We're about four minutes away from Ron Higgins of uh, TigerDetails.com. Get his take on LSU Florida tonight and we'll finish up with Lenny Van Gelder who again does a great job covering baseball and a whole bunch of other things progressivitysports.com uh, he'll join us at 540 again uh, uh, congratulations to Dylan Cruz who has won the Golden Spikes Award for, for the for, uh, the 2023 season uh, just a great season by uh, the LSU Tiger expected to be uh, the second overall pick in the draft after Paul Skeens next week uh, LSU again uh, game three tonight uh, with the uh, Championship Series tied 1-1 to against Florida. Winner take all. Of course, LSU winning the first game in 11 innings, 4-3. Uh, um, to three. Hurd had 17 strikeouts. Coop was great in relief. Veloso with a great game-winning home run in the 11th. Uh, really looked good early uh, with, uh, with LSU. The problem is, again, leaving, player, leaving uh, uh, base runners. Uh, they've left 30 in the last two games. Uh, you're just not winning like that. You can't get into a Championship Series and consistently win. You get away with it. They got away with it the first game, but you can't do it consistently. And and LSU just not having, some would call it timely hitting. I would say clutch hitting. Okay, you could say okay, Beloso was clutch hit to hit the uh, the ball at the park in the in the eleventh inning for the for the game winning hit. I get it, but you've got to be able to again bring runners in in scoring position, and they have not done it consistently. And, and you knew eventually as this continued to kind of snowball, right, o- over the last um, over the last two games that eventually, and even really throughout their time in Omaha, that eventually this is going to bite them. This is going to come back to bite them, and it did in yesterday's game. Now, again, didn't help them with, again, the fielding errors. Jordan Thompson had a tough game yesterday. There's no doubt about that. Uh, again, they had the wind blowing in. Uh, for uh, uh, for uh, most of the uh, time up in up in Omaha yesterday, it was blowing out, um, and and I buy what the announcer said. You know, again, uh, you know, and it makes a lot of sense when you look at a pitching staff that is not as formal as Florida's pitching staff. That is deep. Uh, the arms are not there, and that has a lot to do with injury, right? If LSU had their full complement of pitchers, they would they they could they could rival Florida, but they they don't. They don't. So you're going with a lot of guys yesterday who will never pitch again, okay? And you did that, why? Because, again, the, the, the Florida had the big lead. But once the wind was, blown, was, was blowing out, Florida was able to put up a football score in LSU, scoring 24 runs yesterday, okay? So, first of all, in the field, 
you've got to be better. They, look, I know that Brian said earlier that, you know, LSU had some uh, – really didn't have any issues until, until yesterday. There, there were problems in second and third, okay? Uh, there, there were problems, again, with, again, the switching of uh, – I'm sorry, second and short. Uh, with, with, again, the switching uh, of Thompson and Dugas. Dugas got the injury. We've seen him get away with a few things there, right, through, through in, in the first part of their trip to Omaha. Uh, the, you know, you just kind of, ooh, okay, wow, they got out of that one. Okay, but, again, yesterday it just came back to bite them. Um, you know, Thompson had, they had a chance to get out of uh, anyone with a double play. Again, he booted the ball. It is what it is. Uh, again, uh, Jay Johnson standing behind his, his man, uh, saying they couldn't have got to, to Omaha without Thompson. So, again, it is what it is. But, again, they had five errors yesterday. Okay, you, you cannot be, again, giving Florida free passes, errors, etc. Again, the way they hit the baseball. So we'll see again how this plays out with, with, with again tonight. Can they play, play error-free baseball? Uh, again, would you look at the pitchers that, that could be available tonight? As I mentioned, you know, you've got Hurd on the mound to start. And you have Skeens available. You also have Cooper available. You have Gidry available. Again, how, how is Johnson going to mix and match those pitchers if Hurd gets in a little, bit of a, tr- a little bit of trouble? To me, again, again, you forget about game two. You just say, you clear the slate. Forget about it. You move, move on. To me, the biggest thing is, again, what, can the LSU bats come alive? Can they, can they hit with players in scoring position? Can they keep the errors to a minimum? And, and again, can their pitchers hold down this, this uh, Florida lineup if the wind is blowing out? Uh, is Cooper over his illness? That'll be key. How, how many pitches can you go with schemes tonight? Is it 30? Is it 50? Will they go 60 or 70 if they have to, if they feel like he's just rolling and unhittable? Uh, you know, how are they going to do that? Remember, I talked about the cumulative effect here. Again, four days rest, 120 pitches in eight innings. He threw 124 against Tulane, another 101 against Kentucky, 123 against Tennessee and Omaha. So, I mean, there's a lot of pitches on this guy within a short period of time. Uh, and are you risking his arm for, for again, the, the major leagues if you pitch him tonight? So, and I'm pitching him extended. He's going to pitch tonight. He's pitching him extended innings tonight. So, we'll see again how this plays out. Um, but the, the slate is clean. As far as it is tonight, 0-0, right? Winner take all. Doesn't matter whether you got beat by 24 runs or you beat um, uh, Florida by one run in extra innings at the end of the day. Tonight is a whole different ball game. And hopefully, again, you'll get a quality pitching uh, from, from the staff. And then, of course, the ability to feel the ball. And then, again, Timely hitting, clutch hitting for LSU uh, going forward. All right, let's head to the guest line. Tiger Details is a, is a great way to keep up with your LSU Tigers. And, of course, one of the best writers we have in all the state uh, is uh, Ron Higgins. And, of course, he writes for Tiger Details. Ron, how are you? I'm good, man. I've been sitting here past an hour looking, looking, at, looking at pitching. Um, I mean, basically, they got one, two, three, four, five, six guys they can go with. Uh, they got two guys on three gay arrests, which is Skeens, which you mentioned, with 243 pitches uh, overall through 120 Thursday. And, of course, they're going with, with Hurd. Uh, on four days rest, they have Griffin Herring and Javon Coleman. Herring threw 80 pitches on Wednesday. Coleman threw 40 pitches. And uh, one day rest, they have Riley Cooper, 128 pitches through 46 Saturday. And Ty Floyd, who's thrown 221 pitchers through, through 122 Saturday. He probably won't pitch. Gidry's thrown 149 pitchers, no rest, through 56 Sunday. So I, I think those are your guys. That's who you got to ride with. And I, I would, if they can, you know, 
if they can just get, you know, three or four innings out of herd, a couple of innings out of schemes, two or three out of schemes. I mean, if Skates can give you 60 pitches uh, somewhere along the line, and then and, 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 and Cooper and Herring, Herring's still fresh. So uh, they're going to have to make this thing work. I mean, I mean, Florida has a huge advantage, huge. LSU's played seven games in nine days. Including four straight through less Monday through Thursday, right. so they played in six of the last seven days. They've used twelve pitchers and twenty-two appearances. Florida has played just five games in ten days. Their only back-to-back games have been LSU the last two days, and they've used just eight pitchers and seventeen appearances. So, Tigers are a huge disadvantage. But, uh, like you said, if they come out and hit the ball and guys in running position, in scoring position, and not leave. Um, well, they've left sixty-six. They've left sixty-six batters on base in this World Series. Thirty the last That's amazing. Couple of days. Uh, last couple of days have been a disaster. I mean, thirty yeah. the last couple of days, uh, and, uh, and and stop committing errors. Uh, uh, you know, Jordan Thompson's just been a nightmare for him. You know, he's the errors. He's one for thirty at the plate. Uh, he got a, a hit the very first day of the very first game against uh, Tennessee a week ago Saturday, and he hadn't, hadn't got anything yet. So if anybody's due, nobody's more due than him. Uh, but they got to keep making the errors. I mean, the, yesterday, I mean, that game turned because they Thompson bobbled the double play ball. Two batters later against Kittery, a guy comes up and hits a windblown grand slam. The LSU's just like in shock. Uh, those things happen. But they, they got to flush that and go there tonight and play. I mean, they're good enough to win this thing. I mean, they 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 just need to go out and 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 play and play and, and play flawless, play pretty flawless. But God, when somebody's on base, get them home. Yes, uh, it, it's just it's just so frustrating watching the last couple of days. And I mean, you, I mean, you thought you know you thought Saturday was bad. So now they found a way to win the game. But when they come out yesterday and load the bases in each of the first three innings and. and and can't score, and Florida scores right. in a windblown grand slam. You're going, my God, mm-hmm. what's going on? Yeah, on, on a and, and, and on, on, I had another guest earlier that made the the, the the comment that on on a pitch that normally would have been well, that hit would have been a foul ball, but because of the wind, it ended up being, ended up being a home run and a grand slam. Yeah, but it blew it back in back. It blew it back. I mean, thing was hit to about it was, it was outside the foul line. I mean, then you could see people in the stands that were there jump up because they're going to catch a foul ball. Wind blew it back inside the foul pole. I mean, it's just uh, that was a tough, and and LSU just kind of it just kind of folded right then. I mean, Thompson made another error the next day, and they got run. And yep. LSU just uh, they couldn't dig the way out of it. And Florida just got extremely hot uh, and, and poured it on. Man, you would have thought Steve Spurrier was managing Florida mm-hmm. <laughs> the way they kept putting runs up and right. and, and scoring. But man, just. Uh, these guys have got a lot of veterans on this team. They just got to right. step up and and uh, do what they've done all year. It's take it one game at a time, and good or bad, go to the next one. So this is the next one, but it's also the last one. So that's why I think in the pitching, this pitching department, it's all hands on deck. Yes. But you've got about uh, about five or six guys who are the guys who have got to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um. You mentioned one get one game at a time. It's been one pitch at a time, one at bat at a time. That's been it's been the, that's been their their motto throughout this series. 
uh, really through through the uh, through, through Omaha. Um, you've been around this team all year long. They, they are battle tested. They've been number one. You've had that that that, uh, that crown on for most of the year. Um, how how tough mentally tough do you think this team is? You've seen a lot of LSU teams. How mentally tough are they? Oh, I think they're really tough. I think they're very resilient. Uh, you know, there came a point in that game yesterday, it was as much Jay Johnson throwing the white towel as, I don't know if the players threw it in that much, but, you know, Jay Johnson at the point yesterday was like, okay, I just got to start putting in relievers who barely played just to save my arms. And I don't care what the score is going to be. I've got to put in guys who haven't pitched in a month. Uh, and he had to have the bottom of the barrel to really pitch it. And that's why the score was inflated because they're sure, had guys absolutely. who hadn't pitched in a month who aren't really very good pitchers and um, this basically through batting practice. But I think this team's very tough. I think it's got a bunch of leaders on it, a bunch of guys who are resilient. You know, uh, Tape Loso, uh, Skeens, Cruz, uh, Trey Morgan, guys who've been here invested, who've been here uh, a while, uh, Gavin Dugas. You got you got a pair of fifth year seniors with Dugas below so you got the the, the, the four junior core that's uh also the heart of it. And of course you have Skeens who stepped in this year. Travinsky's another one. But they got they've got a veteran team of guys who uh have been battle tested and have come back and stuff. And I'd I'd be surprised if this you know you know, they they come out tonight and, and not play well. I just uh, I think they're uh I think they've been enough baseball games grow up as a kid. If mm-hmm. something happened last night, it just happens, you know. Just one your day, and then one your day when the, from that grand slam ball into and, and the bullpen, it just wasn't their day. Uh, yes. Uh, and, and again, I think the pitching last night. He just start Johnson started putting guys who just to get just to get out to get to the yes. end of the game and not, not have to burn anybody. Anybody he thought he could pitch in this game, and the people he has left in his pitch in this game are, are, are their, their best pitchers. These yes. are their best pitchers. These are the guys who have carried them, uh, and they're all going to have to band together tonight and uh, put something together. Travinsky or Malazzo at catcher? Who do you think he's going with? I think he's going to go with Malazzo. And why? I, I think. I think Paul Malazzo has has hit the ball decently. I mean, he's had some hits, uh, and he's by far their best defensive catcher. Uh, you know, he just uh, nothing against Travinsky because Travinsky's been a huge part of this team this year. Mm-hmm. But also, you know, uh, Malazzo's a tough little son of the gun, and he blocks a lot of pitches. And he's got a really good arm. Uh, I, I think if he's well, and I don't know if he's hurt or not, if he's well, I think he'll get the start. Mm-hmm. Uh, nothing against Travinsky. I mean, and, uh, you know, who knows if they use Travinsky, you know, later in the game in a, in a pinch hitting role or whatever. Yep. But uh, they everybody's just got to come out. And there's guys on base, they got to get hits. That's all there is to it. I mean, I mean, Friday, I mean, Saturday's game shouldn't even been close. Uh, you, you have to go to extra innings when four three in a walk off, and you leave seventeen guys on base. I mean, I would I would have thought after that game that LSU had been really confident. Like, man, we we should have just destroyed them. Yes, uh, we have, and, and and they came out yesterday and just uh, you know, first three innings, we have three guys on base each inning. I mean, 
and you know they'll get three runs, and it's like wow. Uh, you can't you can't let a team like Florida hang around, mm-hmm. and uh, they they have in both games they have. Yesterday they just just got torched. Yes, um, uh, Jeff in Lakeview. He's coming in a little late. He's asking about Skeens. Wants to know what do you think the maximum amount of pitches he can pitch tonight, and where do you think he'll be in the order? Is he going to come in and relieve Hurd? Is he going to be again the guy that closes? How do you think they utilize him? I think it depends how long Hurd goes, and and, and and I think a lot depends on how how long Hurd goes and what the score is at that point. Uh, I think I, I think they would like to use him in middle relief. I mean, I think that. I think they would like to use him after, you know. After her? Yeah, after her. I'd say after her because I, I could see, I mean, uh, Herring pitched really well in relief. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, he and he and Cooper to get to get LSU toward, uh, toward the end. Yes. Uh, you know, I, I just, yeah. You know, I, mean, I thought for, for a second they might start schemes tonight just because, Jay Johnson doesn't like to take pitchers out of their routines, and he's uh, true, true. he started. But you know, uh, Hurts pitched well. He's pitched well in this World Series, uh, and I can you know his pitch count. It has been it has been lighter than most of them. He's mm-hmm. you know, he's gone three innings relief both times he's been out there, and and uh, and pitched really well. I mean, uh, sixty five pitchers in the, in the Three two loss to uh, uh, to Wake Forest last right. Monday, and then and then the, he closed out the Thursday win with forty seven pitches, three innings, and mm-hmm. only giving up uh, one earned run. So yeah, I, I think he was a likely suspect in this. I think right. it's a, and, and I think it's that a was seventeen story. strikeout game, right? Wasn't it? Uh, yeah, 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 and, mm-hmm. yeah, and uh, so he's he's a good choice in this. He really is. I think it, that's yeah. A, He's the right choice. Uh, hopefully, he'll pitch well as he has down the stretch. I mean, if you look at for, for the year, I mean, his ERA is five point nine seven, kind of inflated because of the early troubles he had. But he's been really good lately. You know, seven three record, uh, uh, twenty two appearances and three saves, and mm-hmm. he's done really well lately. He kind of settled down. I mean, early in the year they started him in, in the, on SEC Sunday games, and he was was he was terrible, and then. They got him back in the relief role. He improved a lot, and so they they kind of uh, spot him starting now and then. But in relief, he's pitched really good, and uh, you know he might just be the ace of the staff next year. But with Skeen's mm-hmm. gone, so yeah. Uh, but we'll see. And Jay's already recruiting transfers, but sure, uh, they need to come out and hit the ball tonight. That's all I can say. I mean, this team, LSU's batting two twenty three for the series, uh, and. Uh, that's probably lows you've ever seen LSU team mm-hmm. bat in the World Series, especially one that's gotten to the uh, has a chance for the championship. So they they need to come out and swing it and 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 be aggressive with guys on base. Agreed. I mean, Florida, especially the freshman, uh, and he's an okay pitcher. He's okay. Mm-hmm. He's not now. He's he's not their best pitcher. Uh, he's their Sunday starter. Uh, you know, he played first base last night. He's a tremendous talent. Gold Spikes Award finalist. Uh, but he's hittable. And that's what LSU needs to do is hit. Dylan Cruz, Golden Spikes Award winner, your thoughts? 
Oh, absolutely. Uh, guys have been good all year. Uh, you know, he's been the face of this program. He's, he's been, I mean, people, he's been, he's underrated as an outfielder. Uh, he's improved 2000% in the outfield, especially in center field. Uh, he gets to everything. Uh, put him in the layoff spot for LSU is a good move because he's, uh, he leads the nation on base percentage, and he's has and he's been on, on base in every game this year. And last in four games last year, uh, he sets the table. Uh, you know, he sets the table on night they beat uh, and, and the walk off they had with White by getting the hit and mm-hmm. singling, and then White comes up and jacks out of the park. So, uh, uh, yeah, you know, a, a guy who's barred every day and, and look, schemes you can't under you know. Not say enough good things about Skeens. Every time he's gone out there to perform, uh, but Dylan Cruz has had to play every game. He hadn't missed a game this year. He, I think the only couple of guys in the team had missed a game. He's one of them. So uh, he deserved it. How do you see things coming out tonight? Boy. If Hurd can give him like about, if Hurd can give him four or five good innings and LSU can get about, LSU can get five or six runs in the first five or six innings. I think they can win the thing. But Hurd's got to Hurd's got to kind of hold them down and uh, until they get schemes in there. I mean, I think preferably they would like to go with schemes probably somewhere around the, their fifth or sixth inning, mm-hmm. and and probably get them three innings at the most. Yes. he'll be in a, you know, I can't see him going more than. I'd say 60, but I, I'd say they would stretch them in 70 and 80 if I had to. Beautiful. Ron, it's always a pleasure, man, to have you on the program. Tell everybody about, about Tiger Details and how folks can subscribe and how they can check out all of your great articles and follow you on social media as well. You can go to TigerDetails.com. Uh, it's a rival's website. There's a button, some buttons on there you can click to to subscribe to it. Uh, you, you can read me out on there free. I'm outside the paywall, so you can come on there on the paywall. That's how I want to read me free. But we've got great recruiting information from our recruiting experts. They do a great job. Uh, that's why you what, what you pay for. But with me, uh, you get everything else, you get it free. So you click that on, TigerDetails.com, and go to Twitter, Ron Higg, R-O-N-H-I-G-G. Boy, Ron, I tell you what, bringing a championship home, if they can do that tonight, what a year for LSU athletics, huh? <laughs> I oh, mean, just an amazing – I was looking at that trophy that they normally give out, you know, for, again, the most points for winning champion. I was surprised to see, you know, of course, the split between women's and men, uh, that LSU wasn't in the mix there. But uh, this will go a long way. Winning women's men national championship in basketball, men's national championship in baseball, what they did in football, and what they've done in the other sports as well, where they've been right there. Yeah. They, they really have. Uh, they, they, they've had a good year. Uh, I mean, they really had a good year. Uh, I've been, been, re- been doing research the last time LSU won a couple of national championships in the same year. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the thing is, people don't know this, but Florida has won like about Florida has won like thirty-five national titles in sports in like the last thirteen years. They win like I think already already two of their sports teams won national championships this year. So right. they don't need a third. They'll need a degree. They don't need yeah. a third. <laughs> there you go. No doubt. Uh, enjoy the game tonight. We'll be talking soon. Thanks again for your time. All right. See you. There he goes. Ron Higgins. Again, TigerDetails.com. 
Yeah, it's been a really great year. You talk about Kim Mulkey, what she's able to do with the basketball team. You look at gymnastics. You look at track and field. You look at the softball team, how they've done LSU football. Again, the turnaround there. Uh, again, you look at uh, men's basketball, not so much. But uh, pretty much every other sport has really, really done well. And, of course, now a chance to bring another championship home tonight uh, with LSU baseball. So, again, we'll see how that goes. 6 o'clock tonight, first pitch. Uh, ESPN, make sure you're in that number. Coming up next for us is going to be Lenny Van Gilder of CrestedSports.com. Lenny does a lot of stuff at CrestedSports.com, but he is one of the most knowledgeable baseball people we have in the city. He'll be joining us to break down the the LSU-Florida game. Don't forget about my friends over at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Folks, North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank, if you're in the market for a new air conditioning system, call my friends at Burkhart. Look, you're talking about a company you can trust, first of all. Never gouge you, never cheat you when it, when it, when it comes to, again, doing uh, any, of the, any of the maintenance or repairs that's necessary. But you're also talking about an expert company. Uh, Nate certified technicians that are experts in installing air conditioning systems. You know, some companies shy away from tough jobs. They don't want to deal with it. They don't want the intense, the intense manpower, etc. That's not Burkhart. You go ahead and lend. Industrial, residential, commercial. Uh, you're talking about commercial, industrial. They, again, they've already got the reputation uh, of taking on the tough jobs and, 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 again, finding ways to be able to install air conditioning systems efficiently and effectively. When it comes to your home, look, you could be in a situation, maybe you live in New Orleans, uh, where, again, you don't have a big backyard, and maybe, again, you have to, uh, have to you know, uh, uh, put, uh, put that air conditioning system up, right, again, off the ground. Uh, maybe, again, you're in a situation like I am uh, with, with the homes that I've owned, <laughs> which is I should have been. I should have been smarter, right? I don't have a lot of attic space, okay? So, you know, then the, the, uh, when you don't have the pitch on your roof, it's very difficult to install an air conditioning system with new ductwork, et cetera. Uh, Burkhardt has, again, guys that, uh, I mean, I don't think they, I think they, they, they don't let them eat because, again, they're like, they're, they're super skinny and, they're, they are marvels when they get into your attic. They, again, installing, again, brand-new ductwork. Um, Burkhardt's are the experts. And, of course, they are authorized to sell some of the pr- top brands in the industry, uh, like Amana, which Amana has an incredible warranty, a lifetime warranty uh, when, when it comes to your, uh, your air conditioning systems. And then, of course, again, Burkhardt's standing behind their work. Uh, I would use no one else. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, North Shore, South Shore, AC, uh, North Shore, South Shore, South Shore, East Bank or West Bank, AC Promise is all you have to remember. Uh, the reason why I do that for you is, again, it's just such an easy uh, a moniker to remember instead of trying to give you all these phone numbers. ACPromise.com. Every big guy has got an internet on a smartphone. Click it. Go right to their website. You'll get the phone number right there. Give them a call. Don't sign that contract with any other company until you call my friends at Burkhart. I've trusted them over 30 years. You can as well. Well, Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. All right, we'll be right back with Lenny Van Gilder of uh, CrestedSports.com. I'm your host, Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for life, 1061, Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by CompariumInsurance.com. Hi, we're Comparing Insurance Agency. Never heard of us? We know. But to help it stick that our local agents are insurance experts, we're going to say local agent three times in the next five seconds. Local agent. Local agent. Local agent. Find us at ComparingInsurance.com. Traffic crawling around I-610 now between Broad and the I-10 merge. 
Also, Gentilly area, I-10 east between 610 and Downman, seeing the slow rolling traffic. I-10 east between Canal Street and Esplanade looks like it's slow downtown. And in Metairie, I-10 west between Clearview Parkway and Loyola Drive, running slow there. Also, uh, looks like the Causeway Bridge has some crosswinds, about 14 miles per hour. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service, Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes, ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportspeed is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportspeed is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportspeed Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. They were ordinary people, like you and me, whose stories inspire us to find strength within. The National World War II Museum. Find the extraordinary inside. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6, 106.1 FM Nash Icon on your radio dial. Don't forget Ken Trahan comes up next after our program. Tommy Chrysan will be his guest. So keep it right here on 106.1 FM. Uh, again, uh, for uh, all access with Ken Trahan. With Ken, Tra- Ken, Ken having uh, Tommy Chrysan talking LSU baseball uh, when, uh, when they come up at 6. All right, uh, joining us on the program now from CrestedSports.com is uh, Lenny Van Gilder. Does a great job with the uh, with the publication. Lenny, how are you, buddy? Eric, I'm great. Good to be with. 
Good to be with you. Before we get started, tell the folks about all, again, all the great things you guys got going on over at CrestCitySports.com. Uh, always great content every day. Look, there, there is no off-season anymore, right? It's, uh, there's always something going on. Uh, you know, it's been a busy time recruiting. Renee Nato's all over it. He's got all the latest there. I was down at the Manning Passing Academy on Friday. A lot of great content uh, from there as well. And, of course, uh, this is the last week of regular season of the Crescent City Sports Prep Summer League. Uh, wraps up this week. Uh, we got coverage every night there. And, of course, we will have the playoffs uh, next uh, Wednesday and Thursday, July 5th and 6th. You can watch it all live at CrescentCitySports.com or, better yet, get on out to the ballpark. There you go. Beautiful. Um, and, and how can folks follow you on social media? Um, because that's another one that um, oh, ab- I want to make sure. Absolutely. Yeah, Twitter is at Lenny Van Gilder, just like it sounds. Beautiful. Lenny, um, first of all, and I've asked our guest this question today. Um, throughout the College World Series, what is it? Um, um, it'll be eight games in ten days. But um, just your thoughts on how LSU has performed throughout the, 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 the College World Series and then in the back-to-back championship games, and then we'll get into some specifics. Oh, I, I think yesterday's a throwout, first of all. Uh, and but beyond that, I think you have to be very impressive with what they've done. I mean, the ballpark has played until yesterday; it's played very big, and you know LSU has been able to pitch to that. And I mean, obviously, you look before yesterday what it was uh, a span of what uh, or actually going into the series it was what twenty nine twenty nine innings, two runs allowed uh, going into the to the championship series, and then they only gave up uh, three and eleven innings. On uh, on Saturday night, so um, you know, it, look, like I said, you you throw out yesterday, and obviously they've been they've been very competitive, and there's been a lot of close games. That I think you can make an argument this has been, you know, maybe the best played College World Series that we've seen in terms of you know exciting games, competitive games, well pitched games, everything you wanted to chalk up to it. Again, throwing out yesterday. Okay, on, on all fronts. I mean, nobody wants to watch a 24-4 game. I don't care which side of things you're on, whether you're just sure. you know, you're an LSU fan, if you're a baseball fan. I mean, I guess maybe, you know, the, the 10 Florida fans out there are excited about it. I say that <laughs> just so there's a lot more than that. But, sure. uh, it, uh, look, it's, you know, th- that's about the only people who probably enjoyed watching that yesterday. No, I would agree. I mean, again, you know, and... and... You know, it's our job to watch it, right? I, I even had it mm-hmm. on in the background after after a while and went went to went to prep everything for the for the barbecue. So, you know, it is what it is. Nobody's sitting there watching a the game that's you know got twenty four runs on against a team. When it's, yeah, I think I, I think I finally I think I finally uh, hit the hit the button when it was about fifteen three or something like that. I realized, yeah. okay. On, I had it in the back and here what was going on yeah. <laughs> in case yeah. there was some miracle that would happen. But yeah, that exactly. was it. You know, um, let's talk about tonight and. Uh, the the wind is supposed to be blowing out, but maybe not as strong as it was last night. Um, how do you think think that affects the pitching staff for both teams? Well, here's I mean I, I think it comes down to this on on both fronts. Okay, I mean you're looking at you know a starting matchup of you know Caglione against against Hurd, and obviously the question then is going to become how quickly do we see schemes? That's what everybody wants to know, and yeah, I, lo- I love all the. Social media is hilarious. You know, I guess there was something that no one said he wasn't available. So because he's not not available, that means he's available. You know, so right. uh, yeah, so he's available. Uh, but, but here's what you got to do. You know, 
both of these guys at different times have struggled with control. You can't give anybody free base tonight, okay? Because, again, if it is blowing out, somebody gets a hold of one, you don't want to turn a home run into, you know, into two or three or four runs, okay? You want it to be, you want it to be a solo home run in perfect world. So you give up, you know, you give up those. Maybe it's not the worst thing in the world, and then you, you know, you go on from there. You give up a little right. bit. Just got to make sure at the end of the day you're scoring one more than the other guy. But I would, you know, I would watch, I would watch control with both of these guys at the outset. Look, are there going to be nerves? Of course there are going to be because you're, you know, this is one game for the national championship. Some guys are going to step up in big time fashion and others are going to, you know, others are not going to handle it as well. It's going to be interesting to see how that plays out as well. That's, that's kind of what I'm watching for. Um, when you look at an LSU in the field, uh, again, yesterday, obviously, they were, they were not good with five errors. They got away with a couple of, uh, you know, possible uh, errors uh, with, again, the switch of, of Thompson and, um, uh, and, and, and the second baseman. Um, Dugas, yeah, Dugas. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, got a little brain fart there. But uh, for the most part, how do you think they f- they fielded? And what are you what are your expectations tonight? Uh, well, I mean, you can't make five errors and win. Okay, um, Thompson. Obviously, a lot of people have come down on on him. And right. yeah, I, I would say this. You know, the, the guy can. Yeah, is is the guy struggling in Omaha? Absolutely, he is. I mean, he's struggling at the plate. He's. Uh, yeah, obviously he had a tough day in the field yesterday, but he's, you know, he's better than that. Go back and go back and look at game two of the Super Regional against Kentucky. He made a he made a play that if it didn't make Sports Center top ten that night, it should have. You know, big time play in the hole at shortstop to, you know, and then Morgan with a big stretch to you know, throw a guy out of first base. So, right. uh, you know, he can he can play the game. Okay, he's in there for a reason. He can play the game. Okay. And you know, look, and you know, do uh, you know? Does karma happen? And he ends up making a play either on defense or with his bat to, you know, to be a hero this evening. I guess there would be some irony to that. But uh, you know, let's see. You know, let's see. He can. Uh, you know, obviously, a lot of people pointing to him. But you know, this is game seventy. Or yesterday was game seventy out of seventy-one. It's a it's a long year, and it was just not a good day for him. Mm-hmm. Um. How do you think? Uh, well, I did been asked every. I want to ask you the same question I've asked other. Who do you think starts at catcher tonight? Is it is it, is it Travinsky or Malazzo? Well, and the, why? the lineups around Malazzo is starting tonight. So, oh yes, okay. uh, and the so lineup is right. interesting. If you haven't seen it, or you're I have not. Have so could it. you please uh, yeah, fill us in? Uh, they did some they did some shuffling with the lineup this evening, and Kate Beloso is going to lead off tonight. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So move and look. I, I, I there's a couple of reasons I, that I that I like the move. One is you're going to see, I think you empty the bullpen tonight on both fronts, and you match up however you're going to match up, okay? But what this does is this spreads out. You don't have back-to-back left-handed hitters at any point in your lineup. you got Beloso leading off. you got Morgan, and everybody trickles down from there. It's Cruz, White, Morgan in the two, three, and four slots. So you've got Beloso leading off, Morgan fourth, Jobert sixth, Pearson eighth. That's your four left-handed hitters in the lineup. Um mm-hmm. That are all now going to be spread out. You you can't bring in a lefty to face, you know, back to back left-handers or something right. like that. And then Jay Johnson's been conscious of that, when it's, and has done a little bit of that at different times. So, uh, but that's that's the one thing obviously that jumps off the page in terms of the lineup. But Malazzo is catching. Otherwise, everything else defensively is the same as what we've seen. It looked like look, they gave Travinsky a shot yesterday, uh, and you know you could see. 
first of all, when I had him on there in about the fifth inning, once things started to get out of hand. But you know, he, you know, or a couple of, you know, a couple of plays that he tried to make back there, he was really struggling. So, and you got um, you got a bat there, you got a bat there for a pinch hitter if you need it to. That's right. the other thing. It's, right. Um, I had a question earlier uh, again about Skeens and. Uh, how far? How long do you think that he'll that he'll be pitched? Where do you think he'll come in? Uh, again, a lot of people will be heard, and then Skeens, and then and then maybe the rest of the bullpen, uh, or could it be Cooper, and then maybe saving Skeens in case, if necessary to be able to close out. How do you think they're gonna they're gonna play this? Uh, you can't let this thing get away from you. If Hurd's in trouble early, I think Skeens is in the game early. He may not pitch the rest of the way, but I think you've got to allow him to come in and be able to stabilize things and maybe, you know, whatever that is, I don't know. Obviously, there's been conversations that he's not going to go beyond a certain point. And everybody's saying, oh, it's, it's three days rest. Yeah, it's three days rest and he threw 120 pitches on Thursday. And then he, threw, he was throwing then on short rest after throwing 120 pitches the previous Saturday, okay? This is a guy with a multi-million dollar arm, and you're not going to jeopardize that. Do you want to win a national championship? Absolutely. The cost of, you know, potentially injuring – uh, your 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 best player, perhaps, and a, a guy who's going to be in the top two picks in the major league draft, absolutely not. So there's got to be a balance to that. Obviously, Hurd has not pitched since Thursday. He threw three innings in that game, what, about around 50 pitchers or so. He's more equipped to start this game. And maybe in, in a perfect world, he pitches well. He gets you five, six innings, you know, gets you deep. Maybe you go to schemes for the last three. I don't know. I think it's, some of that depends on the game situation. If you need to bridge something, you know, if you want to use Cooper to be able to come in and pitch to Caglione in a situation or, you know, try, you know, try a matchup. I think that's the other. Is Cooper available? We don't, we don't know that. Remember, he wasn't at the ballpark yesterday and, you know, had a stomach virus of some kind. Wasn't there. How is he feeling today? He threw three innings on Saturday. And obviously, if he's just coming off of that, how much, if anything, can he give you? Is there, you know, you know, a guy like Griffin Herring. I mean, you didn't see him yesterday. What kind of role is he going to play in this thing? But I think anybody who is capable of pitching mm-hmm. is going to be down in the bullpen. Yeah. yeah. By, by the way, uh, uh, Cooper did make sides, a trip to the I'm ballpark right. today. I was told that earlier by one of our guests. So he I'm will sorry. be there. Whether he's available or not is another question. Right. Okay. Okay. Good so, to know. I, so so I, I, with the last few minutes that we have, how do you see things turning out tonight? Man, uh you know, the one thing that concerns me is the, the some of those Florida bats that had been struggling heated up yesterday. Okay, I think I think you find out a lot about how this game is going to be played tonight. The first time through the lineup, I think that's going to tell you a lot. I don't think anything's going to miraculously happen in the in the late inning, some kind of thing. I think I think the tenor of this game is going to be set the first time through the lineup. Whether pitchers can handle the moment and throw strikes whether the Florida hitters continue the momentum that they built yesterday and come out swinging again, all of those things, I think, factor in here. Uh, and I think, look, LSU, the visiting team night, you, of course you want to, you'd rather be the home team, you'd rather be the team sure. batting last, but you know what else that means? You get a chance to bat first. You get a chance to jump on top and maybe get something mm-hmm. going. And maybe that plays into this whole lineup thing. And look, at 1.789, we're doing their job, particularly in the, in the Kentucky Super Regional. Those guys were really doing a job setting the table. You flip the lineup over. Now you got Cruz and White sitting there. And now you really, now you really got to pick your poison when that happens, okay? But those guys haven't been doing such a good job at the plate. So I think that might have triggered this move to go get Beloso as the leadoff guy 
let him, yeah, he's not, is he, is he a guy, he can't steal bases, okay, he, he can steal a couple, all right, but he's not, you know, he's not a 30 stolen base guy that you're putting at the top of the lineup, but what it does do is perhaps enable you to get a guy on base for Cruz and White, which you haven't been getting maybe as much of as you'd like here in Omaha. Yeah. Uh, one last question for you. Uh, Larry from the Parish wants to know your thoughts on how the game has been called ball and strikes uh, throughout the, the championship series. Inconsistent. Uh, some some good, some not. I thought the game Saturday night was called really well. Ramon Armendariz was the home plate umpire Saturday night. Mm-hmm. If you went out to Zephyr Field at all back when there was still baseball out there, right. you might remember his name because he was umpiring in the Pacific Coast League for nine okay. years. You went, you've been... If you saw, you might have seen him umpiring games out, out, out of the shrine on airline. Okay, uh, you know it's. I, I think it's been it's been very spotty. Okay, uh, you know the the and yeah, of course everybody's going to start pointing to the games that LSU has lost and stuff. But I think just across the board, it's been you know it's been spotty. Hopefully, you get you get somebody who is you know consistent back there and is just calling you know, calling the game the same way. Uh, you know, just with a, with a consistent zone the entire night, and they know what it's going to be. Beautiful. Lenny, thanks for your expertise as always. I appreciate your time. One more time, tell us about CrestedSports.com and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, of course, check us out. We're, you know, constantly uh, new content every day, of, you know, whether it's professional, college, high school. You know, we've got, we've got all the latest for you there, and, of course, we'll have full coverage tonight after the game. Uh, and uh, one more reminder again about the, you know, about our, our high school baseball summer league, the Crescent yes. City Sports Prep Summer League, uh, wrapping up the wrapping up the regular season this week. Uh, you know, check out all the latest there on uh, on on the league at CrescentCitySports.com. Playoffs are July fifth and sixth. Uh, July fifth at Kershaw, July sixth at Jesuit John Ryan Stadium for the finals, and it'll all be live streamed at CrescentCitySports.com. Beautiful. Thank you, Lenny. Appreciate it. Enjoy right. the game tonight. We'll be talking soon. All right, Eric. Thank you. There he goes, Lenny Van Gilder. Again, CrestedSports.com. Yeah, I got, I, got comp- I got caught on the Umpcast, okay? I don't know how my, my, my DVR uh, 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 recorded the Umpcast on, the, on game one, and I, I can tell you the inconsistent uh, 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 calling behind the plate. That and the fact that the Umpcast was just driving me nuts. Uh, the uh, ump would constantly put his fingerprint on the camera so you couldn't see, again, clearly where the ball was coming over the plate. Uh, again, the uh, the director was holding the shot too long, so every time the, the, uh, the, the ball would be hit, you didn't know where it was hit because, again, the, the ump's looking and his eye head's like on a swivel, and, oh, gosh, it was, it was just frustrating. Uh, glad I was able to fix that for game two on the DVR. All right, thanks to all of our guests. We'll, we'll come back and thank those guys after we finish up. I want to remind everybody, even tonight with the championship game on the line. That's right. Your AC breaks down. Burkhardt will be there for you. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call, after-hour service with a Burkhardt employee answering the phone and dispatching a Burkhardt truck with a Nate certified technician out to be able to, again, repair your system. Never gouge you, never cheat you, not coming up with some mysterious part that needs to be replaced so they can they can put more money on the bills. Not the way they operate at Burkhardt. Looking for a company you can trust? Again, during regular business hours and after hours, it's Burkhardt. That's AC promise.com that's acpromise.com we'll be right back
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Opelie. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, and do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Response to Diamonds Direct's amazing finance offer has been off the charts, so we're extending it through this Saturday. You can go into the holiday weekend with some new bling and spread your payments over as long as five years with special financing or save up to $5,000 on the spot. It's our best finance offer ever and our most aggressive pricing. Fine jewelry has never been more affordable, but this amazing offer ends this Saturday and will not be extended. Only at Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Details and more at DiamondsDirect.com. Unapproved credit. This report is sponsored by Dairy Queen. Hey, DQ fans, do you love cake batter? Well, cue the confetti because the new Cake Batter Cookie Dough Blizzard Treat is here with cake batter flavor, confetti cookie dough pieces, and DQ signature sprinkles on every bite. Only at participating DQ locations. Happy tastes good. Hey, good afternoon. Seeing the slow traffic on I-10 East between 610 and Downman right now. A little bit of the stop and go. And we go to Metairie, I-10 West between uh, Clearview and and Power Boulevard running slow. US 90 westbound Military Road working an accident in the Covington area at this point. Uh, St. Charles Lafayette Street accident earlier involving a motorcycle. Pontchartrain Boulevard at West Robert E. Lee Boulevard an accident working Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. 
All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks so much for tuning in. want to thank our guests today. Just a great lineup of guys at Noel LSU. Brian Lazar, Ron Higgins, Lenny Van Gilder. Thank Rudy back at Studio Producing. All the great sponsors sponsor our program that make this show possible. We appreciate each and every one of them. Uh, There's a slideshow at, w, uh, at uh, www.ericasher.com where you can uh, hit on the icon of your favorite sponsor, and that will take you right to their website. Uh, again, uh, uh, please support our sponsors, and we thank you for supporting our sponsors as well. We thank the audience for listening. Uh, remember, the podcast will be up about 20 minutes after the program. Tomorrow we'll be uh, looking at the postmortem of LSU's hopefully championship win tonight. Coming up next is Ken Trahan with All Access, and, of course, Tommy Christian is going to be his guest. I'm Eric Asher. Thanks so much for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow straight up 4 o'clock for another edition of Inside New Orleans. Until then, from the dog catch of the governor, that includes the man. They all got to go.